Good evening. This is a Tomorrow Christian Today, reading 1 Corinthians 14 in the NLT. But first we pray. Dear Lord, help us to amass wisdom from you through the scriptures and also help us, Lord. You know, I don't want to listen to the wisdom of the world, but I do because some of it does correlate with you. The problem with the world is they never admit that you're there and it's your principles that have been violated. That's the problem. Sometimes your principles, Lord, are for everybody, whether they're believers or unbelievers, just like gravity is from you, whether a person is a believer or not. And, and, and it's 9.8 meters per second squared, Lord. It works for believers and unbelievers. But the problem is that unbelievers really never, really ever give you credit. So help us, Lord, to find wisdom wherever it may be and help us to find out, uh, to discern true wisdom uh, from you versus uh, w- uh, something that's just bad advice. We want, we want your words, Lord. Your words are truth, not just suggestions. We want your son. We want to be like him. We want him to be formed in us. We want you to pull out the wires, the bad disconnections inside of us, connect them, and pull out the faulty wiring and the, tr- and the trip circuits and the short circuits. Pull them out of us, Lord. It's going to hurt, unfortunately, I know. But we're trusting you because we love you. And we know that you're for us. Absolutely do know this. So help us as we read your word. I pray in the name of Christ. Amen. Yeah, I was listening to Mr. Sykax and he says, you know, you don't tell people what to do in a relationship. He says, you just tell them how you're going to show up. And he's saying, you know, a woman is kind of like she's walking around a taxi, a bunch of taxis to see if where they're going to take her. So he says, you know, she's going in a certain place in life. And then she finds a man or a husband or whatever that's going to take her in the same de- destination she wants to go. So she gets in the taxi cab. You're driving the taxi cab. You want to go there too. But then she's saying something and then you, then you stop and say, you know what, I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm going to stop and let you drive. She says, he says that, hey, she wouldn't bother. Um, she wouldn't want to be in that kind of taxi cab drive. So the thing is, life is kind of strange that way. Uh, you're both going in the same destination. You're driving, she's sitting in the cab. But you're the leader. You're the leader. And and kind of he's saying something what the scripture says. Women say they're looking for a nice guy. They're not looking for a nice guy. They're looking for a leader. They're looking for someone who's going to lead. And I'm not a leader, but you got to be. That That being said, I don't tell you what to think. I ask you to think about what I tell you which is exactly what he said. He said, you don't tell people what to think. You don't even tell your relationship what to think. You just tell them how you're going to show up in that relationship. And if they agree to that, because they think that that's the right thing for them, they'll, they'll do it. They'll let you lead. This guy's not a believer, but I think, I think he has a lot of wisdom myself. I, I, just, I, I hear wisdom coming from him. And I want wisdom. This is why I wanted to read this. I, I want to promote Jesus. I don't really care if everybody wants to hear it or not. They can do whatever they want. You know, anybody can listen to me or they can go do something else with your time. I'm going to promote Jesus. I'm going to promote Bible and I'm going to promote prayer. I'm not going to promote. I might, I might say what my interpretations are because I'm a man. I have interpretations. I don't believe hellfire is forever. I believe the penalty is forever. And I believe that when you're dead, you're, you're not conscious anymore, but you'll be raised to consciousness. Um, but I think that when you do die, my mother died and her, her mind has gone to be with the Lord. I just don't think she's conscious. 
I don't think she's conscious like how I'm conscious right now and how you're conscious listening to me. That's my opinion and I'm entitled to it. I don't tell you what to think. I ask you to think about what I tell you. Because the Bible says what it says, but we're the ones who have to interpret it. We're the ones. And many people get hung up on trying to say, my interpretation is right, your interpretation is wrong, therefore I'm a true Christian, you're not. That's not true. A true Christian is defined by God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, not by your interpretations. That's my interpretation. So why don't we read 1 Corinthians 14 and you think about it. I remember a pastor was talking about speaking in tongues and he says, you know, I don't really, I think, I think tongues came to an end, but he says, you know, um, I leave it to you. And he says, 1 Corinthians 12 and 1 Corinthians 14 talks about speaking in tongues. But notice how that it bookends 1 Corinthians 13, which means agree to disagree and love the brother anyways. Even if he has a different hermeneutic than you do. Because hermeneutics, opinions, ideas, commentaries, they're all secondary. The thing that's primary is Holy Spirit, relationships, connections with God, connections with, with your fellow man, connections with your family, right? <clears throat> and with Jesus, some of the connections will be severed. They will be severed. I'm not asking, I'm telling you. And finally, connection with yourself. You can only love, you can only have self-worth and love yourself. Jesus says, if you love your neighbor as yourself, right? The world says, love yourself. Jesus says, you got to love your neighbor as yourself in order to love yourself. That's what the boss said. Let's read. Tongues and prophecy. Let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking only to God, since people won't be able to understand you. You will be speaking by the power of the Spirit, but it will all be mysterious. But one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. A person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally, but one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. I I told you the story. I went with my mother to see Joyce Meyer. I like Joyce, you know, she's tall, she's big, seems powerful. Some people say that women shouldn't be preachers. Some say it doesn't. Egalitarian or complementarianism. Paul says, I don't desire a, man, a woman to preach and teach or whatever he says. So you have to decide, you know, where you, where you fall on that. I don't tell you what to think. But all of a sudden, Joyce kind of touched her stomach and started. they started speaking in tongues. And it was like, Rebbe, Rebbe, whatever. She said something really strange. And I was pretty freaked out. I was freaked. You know, things you remember, I, I don't know about all of you, but I do remember things where I'm scared, alarmed, or just darn angry or confused. I, You know, if you want to teach me about something, just scare the black crap out of me. I, it's like it gets cemented into my long-term memory. No short-term memory required. And I remember there was like a woman across the way. It was like some kind of rink or something in Buffalo. This woman was like rolling around on the floor. I was like, is this godly? I'm sorry, I, I can't believe in that. I can't believe that's, that's speaking in tongues. But you know, that's what the pastor said. That's why I said the story to you. 1 Corinthians 14 and 1 Corinthians 12 um, bounds 1 Corinthians 13. And then he says it, he says it right here. He says it, the top thing, he says, let love be your highest goal. I think a lot of times Christians just fight and battle about their personal preferences. Like if, if you're way, way off the cuff, like you don't believe that Jesus is the son of God or 
you don't believe that he's the Messiah. Like where I came from, they say Jesus is the Messiah. But to me, they're actually going with the Queen of Heaven. To me, that's word salad. You say one thing, you do something else. You're not saying Jesus is the Messiah because for him to be the Messiah means you trust him and him only. But the thing is, if you have a different preference about something, to me, it's you gotta you gotta really agree to disagree. Like when people tell me, if they point to me in my face and tell me that hellfire, eternal conscious torment, is in this is in the Bible, and they point like I have to believe it too. It makes me angry. I don't want. I'm not gonna follow you. I'm not gonna listen to you. You don't tell me what you think. What what I have to think. You tell me what you think, and then leave it with me. And if I have if I have been militant to anybody by what I say, if I have said this is what I believe, and you better believe it too. If I have given you that perception, I truly am sorry. I'm going to apologize. I'm going to do an apology tour. I never meant for that to be the case. I just wanted people to respect my interpretation, and I will respect yours. Especially for Christian brothers, I don't think any good will come of us fighting about it. But I'm not. I'm not going to hide either. And if I tell you that I have a different interpretation about that and some other things, and you say I don't want to listen to you, I don't think you're a true Christian. If you say that about me, you know, God's peace be with you, and good on you. No problem. My friend in the gym is not a Christian, but he said, you know, it's about respect. You know, love is different than respect, but he said it's about respect. And some of these guys in the video say a woman won't love you if she doesn't respect you. If a woman does not respect you, you're not going to get a relationship with her. She's not going to love you, like a girlfriend, wife, whatever. If she thinks she can just get crap out of you, and says she loves you but she doesn't respect you, she'll be gone soon. For for me, I'd rather have respect than love. Even if you don't like me, I want you to respect me. But I'll do everything I can to earn that respect. So I have to respect that some people do think that if they were if they were there with me, with Joyce Meyer saying the things she said, and they saw, they would believe that God's spirit is there, and I cannot fault them because it's about respect. I have to pre practice what I preach. He says, "I wish you could all speak in tongues, but even more, I wish you could all prophesy." For prophecy is greater than speaking in tongues, unless someone interprets what you are saying, so that the whole church will be strengthened. I, I, I truly believe that, you know, people were speaking in tongues, and I believe that he was in the church. Maybe he's preaching, and all of a sudden, some guy starts saying something in a language they they don't understand, or but then somebody says, "Hey, what did he say?" And another person says, "This is what he said." Maybe Paul wrote this down. I mean, the guy had a, he's a Pharisee, man. He's got like a photographic mind. You know what I'm saying? He's Jewish. He's not stupid. Okay, he's a pretty brainy person. Jews corporately may not believe that Jesus is the Messiah, but they're leaders in scientific stuff. They're leaders in entertainment. I mean, Don Rickles is Jewish. Like all these great people are Jewish, man. I just watched War of the Worlds with uh, Tom Cruise. Maybe I shouldn't admit that, but it was a great movie. It was Steven Spielberg directed that movie. It's a great movie. I think it was a really great movie. Terminator was like James Cameron, right? And he made Arnold very big. Just saying, God's still blessing the Jewish people, you know. So, God's still blessing the Jews. We gotta have respect for them.
what is it, Dr. Michael Brown is Jewish, but he's Pentecostal. He doesn't believe Judaism is salvation. That didn't go over well with, too well with Botich Shmuley. That would, but but Bo, Botich Shmuley said, oh, we're, we're friends. Even though Botich is Judaism and Michael Brown is Christianity. We got to respect Jewish people. I, I think that Zelensky will win the war because he's Jewish. That's my opinion. Never mess with Jewish people. If you don't like them, okay, but respect them, protect them, or leave them alone. Do not mess with them. Because my Baptist mentor said, when the British Empire let the Jews alone, that's when the British Empire began to prosper. Dear brothers and sisters, if I should come to you speaking in an unknown language, how would that help you? But if you bring a revelation or some special knowledge or prophecy or teaching, that will be helpful. Even lifeless instru instruments like the flute or the harp must play the notes clearly, so no one will recognize the melody. And if the bugle doesn't sound a clear call, how will all the soldiers know they're being called to battle? I think things should be very clear. I like clear, clarity. I don't understand it, but I like clarity. You know, that's why I was working out, eating carbs, getting very ill, go to the doctor, oh, it's stress, whatever. Like, that's muddled, that's foggy. I want a clear theory. Even if my theory is wrong, I want to know why that keeps happening to me. And that's when metabolic typing fell into my lap and I attribute that to God and I'll never know for sure. And I believe that I'm a fast oxidizer. And I believe that all the bodybuilders are, are, are ox, slow oxidizers with good genetics and they're a little crazy and they have to do some other stuff that we won't talk about. At least I have a clear theory in my head. I could not accept what the doctor said, this muddled, foggy, yeah, just take it easy. I don't want to take it easy. I want to be great. I'm trying to be great here. Okay? If people, if you're trying to be great, sometimes some people have some really weird ideas in your head. You're not going to be great. Somebody's, if you're great and you're trying to be great, a lot of people will tell you not to be great. Because nobody ever gets to the top and ever says, oh, everybody encouraged me. They usually said, you're crazy. You can't do it. Most people who would try to, who discourage you are not trying to be great. They have no idea what you're talking about. You're the hardest worker in the room. As my friend said, you're the two percenter. Put your head down, do what's right, gain knowledge, gain wisdom, and over, overtake and usurp the people who just sit around waiting for life to hand them something. If you're trying to be great, then be great. Pull your bootstraps up. God helps those who help themselves. That's a saying. You know why? Because it's true. God, God made a way for salvation, but you're the one that's got to walk on the path. But if you want to, he'll help you. That's my opinion, and I'm entitled to it. It's the same for you. If you speak to wor people in words they don't understand, how will they know what you are saying? You might as well be talking into empty space. When I hear somebody babbling nonsense and saying that's God speaking, are you not speaking to me? That's for sure. Not, not speaking to me. Speaking nonsense, gibberish. There are many different languages in the world and every language has meaning. That's just my opinion though, of respect. I respect. But if I don't understand a language, I will be a foreigner to someone who speaks it. And the one who speaks it will be a foreigner to me. And the same is true for you. Since you are so eager to have the special ability the Spirit seek, gives, Seek those that will strengthen the whole church. 
we need people to help in the church. And we need the young people to step up because you're not stepping up. Young people are not coming to church no more. We're all like, it seems like we're the geriatric crowd in church. Young people need to step up. The Lord is coming for everybody. Revelation 1.7 says so. So does Revelation 19. So I believe this 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. The Lord's coming very, very soon. He is coming. Are you ready? He is ready. Are you coming? It's time to, to get serious. Don't wait for a rapture. It could have already occurred. So anyone who speaks in tongues should pray also for the ability to interpret what has been said. For if I pray in tongues, my spirit is praying, but I don't understand what I am saying. I don't quite understand what Paul is talking about, but we're going to read it anyways. You got to think about this. Work out your own salvation and hermeneutics with fear and trembling. What then? What shall I do? I will pray in the spirit and I will also pray in words I understand. I will sing in the spirit and I will also sing in words I understand. For if you praise God only in the spirit, how can those who don't understand you praise God along with you? How can they join you in giving thanks when they don't understand what you are saying? You will be giving thanks very well, but it won't strengthen the people who hear you. I, I was really proud of my mother when she dialed me down in Buffalo and she said, sit down, it'll pass. I think about that uh, and I think to myself, she really did have the Holy Spirit. She really, she really, really studied the Bible and really played a formative role in my life. God was using her to show me what a true Christian would be like. She gave me the whole spiel about that fake prophet in the church. Oh, she has a great th third education. That's how could she have that, write such good words um, if she was not a prophet of God. That's what she told me when I was like eight or nine. But when I got to be in my 20s, I saw her reading that Bible. And the only prophet and, and savior she ever talked about was her personal savior, Jesus the Christ. She never talked about that fake prophet ever again, ever never mentioned her name, didn't read her books anymore. My mother went through the evolution of the Holy Spirit, I would like to say. And even though she stayed a member of that church and believed in the Sabbath, the Saturday, and that's fine. To me, Romans 14, 5 and 6 says, you, one man holds one day, one man holds another day. You believe that Christ, December 25 is when Jesus was born, you want to celebrate Christmas or you don't, or you think Christmas is pagan, or you think that having a tree is an Asherah and you don't want to have a pagan tree in your house, or you're fine with it because you think the tree is a celebration of Jesus because it's an ever-living tree, it's a, it's a evergreen. That's between you and God. It's nobody else's business. Verse 18, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than any of you, but in the church meeting, I would rather speak five understandable words to help others than 10,000 words in an unknown language. Yes, I would like someone to do the gift of tongues. I would like to, somebody to speak in a language that I can understand or that is a known language. And that person would say, I honestly never learned this language before. God just put this into my head. And, and it, but I don't know, like, I don't know Dutch or something, you know, I would, I, I would see that as credible. That's, that's how I would kind of believe. But like I said, I got to respect. 
Dear brothers and sisters, don't be childish in your understanding of these things. Be innocent as babes when it comes to evil, but be mature in understanding about the matters at hand. It is written in the scriptures, I will speak to my own people through strange languages, um, through the lips of foreigners, but even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. So you will see that speaking in tongues is a sign not for believers, but for unbelievers. Prophecy, however, is for the benefit of believers, not unbelievers. Interesting. Even if, even if so, if unbelievers or people who don't understand these things come into your church meeting and hear everyone speaking in an unknown language, they will think you are crazy. Maybe I wasn't an un, maybe I was not a believer when I heard Joyce Meyer. But if all of you are prophesying in unbelievers uh, or people who don't understand these things come into your meeting, they will be convicted of sin and judged by what you say. As they listen, their secret thoughts will be exposed and they will f fail to their, fall to their knees and worship God, declaring God is truly here among you. Well then, my brothers and sisters, let's summarize. When you meet together, one will sing, another will teach, another will tell some special revelation God has given. One will speak in tongues and another will interpret what is said. But everything that is done must strengthen all of you. So that's the whole point. We're different bodies, parts of the body, but... The, every part of the body works together for the synergy of all. You know? No more than two or three should speak in tongues. They must speak one at a time, and someone must interpret what they say. But if no one is present who can interpret, they must be silent in your church meeting and speak to tongue, speak in tongues to God privately. Interesting. Well, you know, I hear, hear a bunch of people saying weird things. It sounds very confusing. Right? And there's a verse that I've heard before, and I was about to say it, but I see, I'm going to read it to you. Let two or three people prophesy and let the others value what is said. But if someone is prophesying and another person receives a revelation from the Lord, the one who is speaking must stop. In this way, all who prophesy will have a turn to speak one after the other so that everyone will learn and be encouraged. Remember that people who prophesy are in control of their spirit and can take turns. So he's saying it shouldn't be uncontrolled weirdness. He's actually saying it should be controlled, not calamitous. And then it says this verse I was just thinking about, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace as in all the meetings of God's holy people. So when we're doing our business meetings at my place of work and two, a bunch of people are speaking all at once and they say, okay, hold on, hold on, one at a time, one at a time. If business things which are not so important have to be done sequentially and in order and in, and in, in, a, in an atmosphere of orderness, why would speaking in tongues be okay if it's just a bunch of people speaking noisy, calamitous things that nobody understands and making all this ruckus, ruckus noise, this um, discordance, this cacophony of discordance? It makes no sense. Our God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the meetings of God's holy people. Women should be silent during the church meetings. It is not proper for them to speak. They should be submissive, just as the law says. For if they have any questions, they should ask their husbands at home, for it is improper for women to speak in church meetings. You interpret that as you will. I'm sure that's going to ruffle some feathers. Or do you think God's word originated with you, Corinthians? Aren't you the only ones to whom it was given? Are you the only ones to whom it was given? If you claim to be a prophet or think you are spiritual, you should recognize that what I am saying is a command from the Lord himself. But if you do not recognize this, that you yourself will not be recognized. So it's a command from him, from God, not from Paul. 
So my dear brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy and don't forbid speaking in tongues, but be sure that everything is done properly and in order. Maybe this chapters, these chapters are not to prove or disprove speaking in tongues, but it is to say, however you do it, whatever you believe about speaking in tongues, it should sound and be in order. If it sounds like a noisy, disorganized, loud, bombastic, confusing um, Talmud, that means it probably is and it's not coming from God. Take it as you will. I don't care. Uh, I, don't, I don't tell you what to think. I ask you to think about what I tell you and thank you for listening and indulging my hermeneutics. You don't have to agree with me. You have to agree with God, God's conscience inside of you, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and scriptures. God bless you all.